I'm Tyler. I'm JT. I'm Pete. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. Enough time for one more story. Oh, we got a good one today. This one was awkward. Yeah. This was uncomfortable. I uh, figured it was going to be uncomfortable. Today's episode, The Wicker Man. Actually. 1973. Yep. Th- there is surprisingly very little wicker in this movie. I thought about that. I was just you were, like, you were looking for wicker furniture. Well, I mean, in the name, the title itself, uh, you disappointed would by the lack of wicker. Yeah, there could have been a little bit more man. wicker. And I've never been a fan of wicker, but I actually like was longing for more of it in this movie. Something about the title just gave you a hankering for wicker. Yeah, this was uh, Anthony Schaefer who wrote this. He also wrote a couple. He also wrote a Hitchcock movie called Frenzy and. Another one called Slew. This is a detective sort of story that nobody cares about. But anyway, the idea came from a book called The Ritual, which we come to find out is about like a, you know, you know, this weird like ritual type of. This whole movie's weird. But anyway, that's an understatement. Yeah. They, uh, anyway, they, uh, I feel like there's our... a very simple plot in this movie. Yes, but they go such a roundabout way to explain it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. you got a movie's got a movie. You got to fill a runtime. Mm-hmm. Guy who wrote this just wanted it to be all about like it says right here. It's just like the abstract concept of sacrifice. God. It's just it's about about right. Yeah, this was actually filmed up in the Highlands. And what's what's the name of this town? It's like Summer Summer Isle. Summer Isle. That's actually a uh, a group of islands up in the Highlands. Yeah, it's regardless, I'm never going there. Slash Isle ever. Yeah. Actually, filmed like a lot of this in a bunch of different like small villages. Yeah. So we're watching the movie right now as we're recording. We start off with some actually pretty cool shots mm-hmm. of aerial shots. Yeah. And a very, and a very, uh, I guess, unique song going along with yeah. it. <laughs> the corn barley song. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever that the was. Corn rigs and barley rigs. Yeah. I almost want to apologize for picking this movie out, but. Uh, yeah, so, you can go ahead. Or how weirded out you guys were about this. I'm like, oh yeah, this was worth it now. Oh. Right. So we have a sergeant with the police force, Sergeant Howie. Mm-hmm. He is flying a seaplane to an island off the coast of, they talk about the mainland. Are they talking about Scot- Scotland? Scotland? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think this was this was actually filmed in like 25 different locations. Oh, wow. That's Yeah, all, all, it, it was something like that. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was at least a dozen, but... Probably even that much. We had a discussion of whether or not there were palm trees on this island, and we're finding out very quickly that there yeah. are. I don't know how they are on these islands. Well, it's it, tropical. It, it doesn't well, somewhere. It doesn't make sense, really, because if they, I thought they were off the coast of Scotland. Well, they said that um, it could be a tropical the, island, though. Can't there be palm? I don't know. I um, thought that was near the equator, though. I'm not an expert in horticulture. The landing scene took place in southern Africa. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. I did see that. So Sergeant Howie lands his seaplane off the coast of, or, or right off um, shore of this island, Summer which Isle. we come to find out, right, Summer Isle, which is very isolated from the mainland. Yeah, right. that's what they keep calling it. As. Culture? Sure. And we find out as the movie goes along, but he 
pretty quickly establishes why he's there. There's a report of a missing girl. They, they received a letter on the mainland about a missing girl. Sergeant Howie's got an awesome getup, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a super cop. He, he <laughs> looks exactly just like you'd see a London or a, somewhere around like the UK type of a cop. Yeah, that hat, that checkerboard hat is on point. He yeah, is for real. I still think they wear that crap today. But he this um, movie. Oh yeah, this did one, this get an X rating? Yes, this yeah, popped up at the beginning. Yeah, that was rated. Out. I mean, well, I guess it, I get it. Good yeah. grief! It came out in Europe in what seventy three, and it wasn't actually released until like it, it like, until uh, ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, until, <laughs> until nineteen seventy eight. There's controversy around it when it came out. I think it's supposed to. Come I out can't in, imagine why it was supposed to come yeah. out in seventy. I think seventy was it seventy seven. I can't. It was remember. supposed to come out, and then this was right around the Jonestown massacre. Okay. So they ended up pushing it to oh, the next sense. year. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, because there's some cultish. Yeah, this whole thing oh, is absolutely activity taking place. Yeah. Um. So he tells the the people that help him ashore on the dinghy. On the dinghy. The dinghy. You know what's funny about that boat? That whole eyeball thing that you see. That was literally this uh, random boat that they had there. That had hmm. that eyeball on it, and they thought it just you know fit real with. The rest of the movie is creepy. So, yeah. so Sergeant like Howie says they received a anonymous letter about a missing girl named Rowan Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a picture of Rowan. And he asks um, the old men that are on the dock if they've seen her before. And they say, no. Everybody says they've never seen her before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all seem kind of uh, weird, sketchy about, yes. that, about or, like them sure. not, never seeing this before. Yeah. Or they're... They're high on something. Something that's <laughs> yeah. got them all mellowed Or they're out. just old men. Isolated old men. <laughs> something. But they that's say... another weird thing. Well, like, they don't even... Go, this is weird, and this comes up a couple of times. I don't want to get... I don't want to forget this. They won't even let him ashore to begin with because they say it's private property. Right? And so he yeah. has to say, um... It's obviously, village. I'm a police officer. Right. right. Yeah. Wait, well, there's nothing really Did indicating we- that on his... Did, Airplane. Did we, did we have a? Did, well, did, it says police on. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, and he he gets out in a police uniform. Yeah. Did we ever establish? Does he have a warrant? I don't think so. I, I think all that's going off that letter. Right. He's just investigating. Right. Um, it, yeah. How's it? So I guess property? he it's technically doesn't have a right to be there. But this comes up a few times where they don't recognize his authority as a law enforcement officer right? because because they're their own country because they live off the mainland. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is this kind of like what Chaz was like? No. Yes. This actually would have been a step up. It did say you are now leaving the United States. Which would have made no sense. See, during this scene, when he asked the question, have you seen this girl? Everyone's like, no, 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 no. And so it's just like right at the beginning, it's like either people in this village don't like law officers or they're all complicit in a crime. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like Yeah, it's like a village of like what? 200 people maybe yeah exactly so i mean we got this anonymous letter clearly saying rowan morrison the daughter of may morrison is missing she's from here and so for him to show up and for immediately like 10 people to be like oh yeah no i've never heard of her before yeah because what what, she'd been missing for six Six, months yeah yeah and yeah i don't remember her yeah yeah and it was like i want to say five or six people all took a look at the picture yeah same answers. Right. So he walks. Um, he They do tell him that we do know Mae Morrison, but that is not her daughter. That picture is not her and her daughter is not Rowan, I guess. 
I smell BS. Right. I they say she seen. owns a post office. She runs the post office in town. So as he's walking through town, we post get Post office slash candy shop. Yeah. So it's Mae Morrison's sweets, sweet shop and post office. Yeah. I was, just, I was just mentioning the uh, type of candy shapes that were full person body. Yeah. Like there's like, yeah, the, yeah like a baby and a fish and a. Yeah, Whatever baby, baby is. cake. A naked yeah. baby. Turtles, I guess, is normal. I ain't buying that. Some no. of it looks pretty good. Yeah. Skeptical. It's kind of got like a bizarro Willy Wonka feel to it. Yes. That's a, that's a couple of years after. Oh, jeez. Rowan, oh, she's 12 years old, by the way, according to the report that they received. Sergeant Howie meets Mae Morrison. She says that that picture is not her daughter. She does have a daughter named Myrtle, who's nine years old. So Sergeant Howie talks to her for a few minutes while she's painting a picture of a rabbit. Right. A hair. Oh, a hair. yeah. Yeah, she says it's a hair. Sorry, yeah, we're, sorry. We're, yeah. we're, I we're shouldn't have said it. rabbit. I don't trust it, John Tell. Yeah, I don't trust the paint she was using either. Yeah, it looked like feces. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What feces? Yeah. It, it looked like, it looked like a, something out of a if, diaper. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't feces, it was melted peanut butter. Or brown paint. Maybe. I think it had little little flakes of stuff in it, too. I probably wouldn't have thought that unless I'd already spent some time on this island and then I'd been like, that's definitely, yeah, that's poop. That's definitely talking <laughs> Myrtle says that she knows Rowan. So Sergeant Howie kind of plugs her from information. She says, yeah, she likes running through the fields. Yeah. Okay. That's such a broad statement, like I guess. The, the obvious yeah, little, statement. Little House on the Prairie, house on the prairie girl. Yep. And she says, Rowan is a hare. Oh, well, no help there. Yeah. yeah. Ah, thanks. Right. <laughs> so Sergeant Howie is staying at the Green Man Inn. First of all, who decided on this logo? Oh, yeah. And that drilled out its eyes. Right. On the sign. It is frightening. It it's is a frightening. tavern. It will get your attention. Right. I wouldn't feel comfortable drinking in there, let alone sleeping. No. Right. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I did find this about, about that symbol. It says it's a legendary being primarily interpreted as a symbol of rebirth. And then whenever they ah, pe- put the face on it, it's usually like leaves or something. Fantastic. Well, that'd be a theme for this movie. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the type of bar you go into, probably get drugged, and you wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is that bar. And they're taking both kidneys. Like, oh, this yeah. is that yeah. kind of village. Yeah. Yeah, they got foreskins just hanging around. and uh, The tavern. <laughs> ah, the animals. That's right. It's so just tavern. Sergeant Howie's clearly out of place. Like, it's one of those music playing, everybody having a good time, and he walks in, and it's the record scratch, and everybody goes silent and just stares at him. Yeah. The proprietor of the Green Man Inn. Did you guys catch his name? I missed it. Alden McGregor. Ah. Yeah. He looks like an Alden. Alden. <laughs> yeah. He seems very... Alden flamboyant himself. Yeah. Yes, he is. So you like, I th- mm, welcome. Sporting yes. in. Yeah, it's just... Ascot. Yeah. He's got a he's got a daughter. Yeah, she is yeah. a jaw dropper. That guy was actually only like four hey. or five years older than she was in real life. I like how this uh this proprietor was very uh generous of letting the townspeople share his daughter yeah. and yeah. all of her marry. What we call the the village bicycle. Isn't that what they call her? Because they sang they sang some weird song about her. Yeah, yeah. there's a, a shanty. A yeah. sea shanty. Yeah. And um, the and there's some Lord's daughter. Weird shots. I feel like they this whole made that movie or up. most of this movie is just to make you feel uncomfortable from the get go, and it definitely it does works. that. So yeah, it does I'll that. Give, I'll give it that. 
And, and while they're singing, his daughter is just sitting there swaying back and forth. Oh, and yeah. Getting She's into loving the music. it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm pretty sure they're singing about she you, is, and it's not nice. She is here for the right. music. Sergeant Howie's just he's not, looking he's not around. Having, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As would most people. And as a father, I would think you would be like, please stop talking about my daughter. It's your duty to be out here investigating this report. But at what point are you like, yeah, you know what? I'm uh, no, I want some backup or, you know, a different career path or it's, it's odd to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. So the song is about the landlord's daughter. And he seems, and again, just perfectly to stay okay with all this. This is a business as usual here. Yeah. Apparently. I do think Sergeant Howie's reactions to a lot of this were pretty authentic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they did a good job with him him very much reacting appropriately or realistically to all this weird stuff happening. Well, this yeah. is the, the Sergeant Howie's the guy from The Equalizer. Yeah, a, uh, about like a, 10 years after they did yeah. this famous spy show that came out in England and stuff. That's why they had him in this is because he's a familiar type of face. Mm-hmm. Along with Christopher Lee, who's in this, right. which I guess we'll get into him later. So Sergeant Howie gets everybody's attention, tells him he's there on official business, tells him he's looking for a missing girl, passes the picture around, and of course everybody in the tavern says, oh no, I've never, they're all complicit. Right. Yes. Yeah. Something's up. Or this town really doesn't something, something mess small, with- something, so, something smells fishy and it's not the tuna. So he sees a yeah. series of pictures hanging on the wall and each one of them is a similar picture of a girl standing in and around- Produce? Right. Baskets of Produce. He asks, and then there's one spot where there's a missing picture. It looks like the most recent one, because each one is dated like 69, 70, 71, and then there's not one for 1972. So Sergeant Howie asks the proprietor, asks Alden if this is from the Harvest Festival. And he says, yes. And so he points out, well, there's one missing here. And he says, oh, yeah, the, uh, what, the frame broke. Broke or something. Yeah. Yeah, so they're they're getting it fixed or something. Oh, boy, that, that was a convenience for them. Yeah. Yeah, although it is a it is a yeah. bar, so I mean I could see people dancing around, and accidentally knocking it around, knocking, knocking that just so happened to be that one, the one that he was looking for. So Alden's daughter Willow brings the sergeant some dinner. He complains about it. Did we get anything from this? I didn't pick up much except for he's complaining about the food. Yeah, not not much. Something he just like, I thought it was kind of weird that he didn't like it, but he still ate the whole teabo. I was going to say, he said something right. like it being from a can. Oh, yeah. Tastes better right. when it comes from the ground and stuff. Yeah, it should be fresh. And does she reference anything about having a bad harvest in this part? Yeah, she yeah. does. Oh, wait. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe that's why it came but out. But they're like out known the for like their vegetables. They're, yeah, that's what he was saying. Stuff. So this movie officially goes completely off the yeah. rails. That night, Sergeant yeah. Howie decides to go for a walk. He nice. goes from 3 to 11. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he comes across a group of people frolicking with one another. They are doing quite the frolic. Yeah. Just I can't imagine this out is what got it. It's X rating. I haven't seen a dance like this since Woodstock. Oh yeah. And like it is very free and fancy. You look wa- very good for your age, John Till. Yeah, people walk <laughs> yeah, people watering grapes. There's like twenty five or thirty people. Yeah. There's literally a nude woman straddling you don't want dry zombies coming out of the ground. Yeah, so he yeah. walks past a cemetery and there's people watering yeah. the ground around the graves. And it's not like... Did they plant something? It's, it's, it's not like they're new graves like that, that you would. You plant grass seed and water mm-hmm. it you know, to grow, mm-hmm. but it's just like they're there's just a watering. naked woman straddling one of the two yeah, stones. Yeah. yeah, nude. Yeah. Okay. Like it's That's what naked normal. 
That's goes back to the Green Tavern Inn. They're playing a very weird version of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So Sergeant goes to bed and he's, I don't know. I, we get some, I don't know if they're flashbacks, but it basically indications that he's a very religious man. Very right. pious and devout. With a uh, cameo of the director, hmm. the pastor there. Oh, was the pastor? Yep. I thought it, I thought it wasn't until later. Oh, okay. Whatever. Maybe. Either way, he's cameo. Right. Taking communion as he's trying to sleep. This is like our third or fourth song. Yeah. Right. This almost started off like a musical. This is not a musical. It, it, no, it's not. But Anyone who but categorizes you, this as a musical needs to be slapped. It's not a musical. But if, if you just watch the first 20 minutes of this movie, you might think it was a musical. Yes. Right. Willow is next door. Willow? Quite revealing scene. She's not the like Willow I remember. On the, the, it's, a, it's a long scene. Again, there was a lot of filler here, I felt. Yeah. They, they, they spent almost... Almost like twelve hours or so filming this scene. Well, and I mean, it takes a good like what five ten minutes on screen, where it's basically There's... Willow is trying to. It felt like this took up like half the movie. Should we say invite? Yeah, yeah. No, was just, that is what she's doing. Well, there's mm-hmm. two. There's two actresses that she's they used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the main actress was pregnant, and then for she, the, she only got her the like full shots, up. they wanted another actress for dancing. I guess she wasn't. Overly thrilled that they replaced her. But. Right. So she's singing a song trying to lure Sergeant Howie. Yeah. It would be more annoying than anything else. But it's supposed to be like a siren song. It, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. <laughs> although, although she's a pretty good singer. That would put me to sleep. I wasn't paying attention to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah her, uh, her actual dubbed voice is a good singer. Oh, it was a dubbed voice. Oh, was that dubbed? Oh, okay. uh, yeah, oh, that was, was pretty good. She's another... Free spirit. Ah. So. Sergeant Howie is struggling to resist. It's just uncomfortable. The whole movie yeah. is uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. The whole thing. There's not a part in this movie where you're not right. like, well, that's unsettling. Right. Yeah. She's uh, one almost, scene. One scene ends and you're either like, that was uncomfortable or that was awkward. And then it leads into something even more uncomfortable. Yeah. Birthday right. suit. I think, I think the <laughs> yeah. whole, I think that was the whole idea. You almost felt like you're almost there. It was like so uncomfortable. Even. Yeah. I mean, this whole, this whole thing was like. This that was just insane. Right. Yeah. So he resists. Good for old Howie. Yeah. Good choice. He was like fighting Good. his walls. Yeah, he was. Like, and then me, <laughs> I'm like thinking she's on the other side of the wall singing. He's obviously attracted to it on some level. He's almost about to open up the door. And then he goes right back to like the broad side of the wall and like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this. He is. like hugs the wall. I think he's. To, I think he's thanking God that there's a wall there. Is what he's doing. I'm like, man, thank just, you, oh, Jesus. This is awkward. At that point, it's just too awkward. Go open up the door. Like, I'm watching you <laughs> make love to. A, he's making love to the wall at this yeah, point. Like, this is like, what are you that's doing? That's almost what it looked like he was trying. To do. <laughs> or if you're fighting it this hard, like, uh, just leave. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna get some backup, and I'll come back. I'm certainly this needs to be investigated, but yeah. yeah. But he's sweating. Like you, oh, would, yeah. you would think oh, the I'm like Oh yeah, there's visible perspiration. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's sweating almost as bad as the pilot from airplane. I'm like huh. like <laughs> just chill just, out chill out. Or like I'm surprised he can actually stand all the way up against the wall. No, because like if I know that's go- I'm I'm going the door is opening. Either I'm going over there or you're coming over here. Like we're not gonna do this. Seriously, he looks like he looks like one of the he looks like every single pilot on Top Gun. So John Tell, you're saying you'd give in to your inhibitions? Yeah, there's a harvest a coming up. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'll work it out. So we get the uh, next morning. The Maypole. Oh, goody. Nothing good ever happens in a movie with a Maypole. No, correct. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about movies with a Maypole. Oh. Let's see. Midsummer. You know, yep. Oh, yeah. That was that awful. Was, Not good things happened nope. in there. A lot of people died there. What else? Did they have one in the Monty Python? Probably. Yeah. Right, yeah, on, on the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Don't they have one at the wedding where Lancelot comes and slaughters yes. everyone? Yes. yes, they do. Oh, Robin Hood, the one with Kevin Costner. No, I don't think there was. Did I have one in that little forest village? No, I don't think they did. Well, anything, any movie with a maypole, just assume that there's... Spells bad news. Or just in general, if you see a maypole somewhere... That's probably not yep. somewhere you want to be. Yeah. Get back on your plane, boat, right. car, yeah. whatever. How far gone are you guys? Horse, or ostrich, no. hoverboard. <laughs> like you never yeah. really made it with the times. Yeah. It's just like you're that. Maybe we're still doing this. Even in the 70s, this looks like, right. like not good times. No. You have to jump rope at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? I wouldn't like, want to do this you when got, I was like six You got kick the can. You got, you got hopscotch. You got uh, hide and seek. There's so many games. You're playing with a tree and a and a rope. So there's kids with the what do you call them? Streamers on the maypole. Yeah, they're being led in song by a man that definitely looks like he Pedophile. could be a serial killer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. He's Found the him. kind of guy that's like, oh, I just thought he was a quiet neighbor, and he had a bunch of women in his well in his nope. basement. Yeah. And just saying fun giddies. Yeah, yeah. No. He's, he's singing he's, a song about a baby that was born, that became a boy, that became a man, that died, and that came back as a tree. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was, okay. and they're fiddling to it. Yep. There was a boy who mm-hmm. got who met a girl, and then they grew up. They had a son, and from that son, there came a son, and then he died, and then there's tree. I was like, oh, there should be. I mean, even. I don't know. I mean, I feel like even to act in this movie, you've got to be a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're definitely not there. No. You're like, the the elevator stopped. No. So here's your motivation for this scene. What? Yeah. By the way, you're never going to be in another film ever. After this. (laughs) This movie will ruin you. This one and only credit. I wouldn't tell anybody I was in this. Now now we're to the Sergeant Howie goes to the school. So there's boys outside at the Maypole. This must be recess. Inside the classroom, there are girls with their teacher doing a weird chant. Yeah. Sergeant Howie walk, watches outside um, from outside the open window for a moment, and the teacher asks the girls, who can tell us what our tree what uh, our maypole represents? represents? Right. It is the a phallic symbol. Phallic symbol. That is exactly <laughs> what they yep. all yelled. And they all yelled it. Yep. Oh, and they're excited about they it, are. too. So this is Miss Rose right. is the name of the teacher. Sergeant thing. Howie talks to the teacher. He's not happy about what he's hearing. Right. That's another funny thing. There's, there's like a right, like three characters that we know of. Got Rowan. That's like actually a shrub or a tree. Rose. That's a flower. And then we got a willow it's or a, tree. a willow tree. Right. There you go. So Sergeant Howie tells Miss Rose that he sees degeneracy. Yeah. What are you teaching these kids? And brawling in bars, indecency in public places, right. And now I see where they've gotten it. You're teaching it in the schools. This is Vegas. <laughs> this would be a school in Las Vegas. Yeah. Just like debauchery. This is sin this is this is their 70s version of Sin City. 
So Sergeant comes in and tries to talk to the girls about a missing girl. Shows them the picture. Says her name is Rowan Morrison. Do any of you know her? Of course, all of the students, including the teacher, say, nope, we don't know who that is. That girl owes me 50 bucks. uh, (laughs) There's an empty desk and he says, whose desk is that? Right. Uh, 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 it's, It's no one's. Why would there be a desk there? Why would you have a desk there? That no one sits in. Maybe somebody sits there. Is, is is there like is that like a, the timeout desk? Like, what happens when students are sick? They don't go to school. Yeah, I thought she just no one sits there. Right. They, Maybe she, yeah. m- they do kind of indicate that. Oh yeah, that's no one's desk. Yeah. So why is it there? Right. Maybe she's he, got the Rona. Yeah, Sergeant. No one sits there. <laughs> Howie <laughs> looks inside the desk and there is a roach. Or I think it was a beetle. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tied. A beetle tied. Yeah to a nail yeah tied with a hair or like a piece of and the girl that looks like the troll off of a troll in central park she was actually 21 years old yeah explains to sergeant howie that oh we like to do that because they walk around in the circle till they wrap themselves all the way around the nail and And then they they get get stuck stuck really tight okay you're a you're gonna be a serial (laughs) killer (laughs) that's what they're sergeant howie's like and then they send them back to the mainland my question where do you think Jack the Ripper came from? Not that. <laughs> Sergeant Howie asks to see the school registry. Sure enough, the name Rowan Morrison. Yep. Huh. 13 years old. Right. Lives at the post office. Post office and sweet shop. Right. If there's ever a time to commit police brutality to, <laughs> right. to an extent. Sergeant but, Howie says, you're all a bunch of liars. <laughs> right. And you're the biggest liar of all, <laughs> yeah. teacher. Hey, this was back in the day where you could give a kid a spanking. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yep. and I think you could also, like, pat your wife on the bottom, too. Sergeant Howie's like, Miss Rose, where's your paddle? <laughs> yeah. Line up. He says, you're all despicable little liars. <laughs> the teacher takes How- Sergeant Howie outside the school and says, they actually weren't lying. So Howie says, is she dead? We don't like to use that word. Right. You would say she was dead. This was like okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi telling Luke Skywalker the whole crap about <laughs> right. a certain right. point of view. From a certain yeah. point of view. As she's trying to do the whole Jedi mind tricks, like he's Rowan like Morrison speak is plain. Here. Yeah, <laughs> speak plain, woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, she says we don't use that word. Speak the King's English. We think of it more as returning to the life forces in another form. Okay. Oh boy, here we go. Yep. Okay. Well, that's idiotic. So <laughs> she's dead, then, right? <laughs> how how do you get to that phase, though? Do you have to go through the dying process? Yes. Right. She talks about it as. The transfer from one life cycle to the next. God, They're talking about reincarnation. So culty. Right. I did, nope, then, I'm out. I'm gone. Didn't he like I'm mention leaving. something like, well, where can I find her rotting corpse at or something? Didn't he say yeah, that? Yeah, right. There must be yeah, a body. Here's me. I'd be flying back to the mainland. I would walk by the chief's office. Wouldn't even stop there. Just at, in passing by his door, I'd be like, she's not there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, she was missing. And still is. Will forever be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, let's backtrack real quick on this guy. Okay. Sergeant Howie, how did he end up with this this task? Yeah, it never really gets into that. But, I mean, obviously, he's a police officer. They got this anonymous letter, and I'm just, I'm guessing he's the one that was assigned to it. Because, like, as, as the movie's playing now, it's like, he really cares about this individual because that's his job to, you know, uphold right. the law. Right. But it's just like, did he choose this or was it thrusted upon him? It doesn't say. I would think it was just something that happened to like almost any police. Right. Uh, hey, we've got something we want you to look into. I would have, mm-hmm. like, as soon as I would have landed the plane, 
and saw them all like congregate at the dock looking at me and me have my little interaction with them about letting me come, mm-hmm. you know, on land. As soon as they would have been like, it's private property, I would have just left. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sarge didn't know that. Thank you for your time. I'd be bringing in the Royal Navy <laughs> after that. <laughs> the whole time I was watching this. I mean, I, first I of all, got... if I have the ability to fly a plane, I'm not going to be a police officer. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Be, I will fly you places, but I'm staying in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was watching this, I kind of got hot fuzz vibes. Oh, right. And a like, little bit. Yeah. yeah. So oh, he's actually in hot fuzz. I know he is. Weird yep. old. Yeah. One of the old that's guys. That's hilarious. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And that's what John Tell was saying. I, I wonder if he's just like a super cop and they just sent him. Send him over there. <laughs> to, well, because, he kind of wasn't because the there's no crime left, right? And there's nothing for him to do, so they just sent him out of the city. So Sergeant Howie walks through a cemetery, and so he's gone to the cemetery at this point, uh, right? Because they said the teacher does tell him he asks, "Where's the body?" And she says, "It's in the earth." So he goes. He's looking at these weird tombstones. Uh, there's a woman uh, breastfeeding a baby while holding an egg. Yep. Okay, makes sense to me. Okay, right. Here, here's what I could find about that. So, according to the director, it is a fertility ritual, and she was hoping for another baby. Cool. That's, the, all, that, that's all I could find. Well, man. here's an... I call this an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, that's, that should just be a weird omen in itself. Yeah. To her. That you're doing, else there was weird. If they right. say you have to go to the graveyard to perform this ritual, that baby's not going to be born. They're like... The, like but the, that, that's sacred ground. Well, technically, it's only sacred ground if it's a church, and it's not a church ground. So, uh, it, really? Right. So he meets with the groundskeeper. Um, he shows him where Rowan's grave grave is. This is where he says she's been. Oh, Lord. She's been dead for six six to eight months. There's a weird piece of skin hanging from the gravestone. Yeah. Then what you want to see her for? She did. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Uh, which he says is her her umbilical. This weird uh, guy. Yeah. Her, yeah well, it's umbilical like her, tract. Yeah, her That's umbilical disgusting. tract. Yeah. So it's like Sorry. they just removed it from the inside of her belly button. I yeah. don't understand. He asks, people. where does the minister live? He starts laughing. Yeah, the groundskeeper <laughs> just laughs. We go back to May's post office and sweet shop. Yeah. There's a uh, a little girl there that's got some kind of affliction. I think she has a sore throat. So, so May gives her a toad that she holds in her mouth for a few seconds. So it can. It's one of those old, like, uh, what do they call them? Old wives' tales. Yeah. Yeah, but it pissed in her mouth. <laughs> Might have. That was like, that was, that, that was, was the, it right there. The yep. frog pee. It, it yep. probably didn't help. No, you probably, don't think so? If anything, it made it worse. It got that. <laughs> It get that other frog out of her throat, though. Ah. So then That's the, uh, she gives her some candy and she leaves. She's just, uh, it's, it's so bizarre. Yeah. This girl's just sitting there kind of like, I thought, oh, I, I have to get a shot and it's not it pleasant. I did yeah. too. I would rather have a shot than have a toad shoved in my mouth and have yeah. it urinate. The little girl takes it like a champ, though. Yeah, she did. And again, this is before the whole animal cruelty well, it's fine. Peter. She takes the toad back out of her mouth. Yeah, it's fine. but yeah. right. They're whipping animals around. And- you want to know what I thought was going on here? I thought that this village was so like free thinking that she was dosing her daughter with like some weird, like licking toad. Yeah, poison. like, like yeah, like she was like about a, to trip. Uh, yeah, I thought she was about to let her daughter take the ride. Oh, could <laughs> I was be. Like wow, I love this though. Sergeant Howie comes in, and after May lets the little girl go, she says. Can I help you? Sergeant Howie says, I doubt it, seeing as you're all raving mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just had She a- does have Princess Leia buns, though. Yeah, That's yeah. pretty cool. 
<laughs> this is before that, though. Yeah, he he then goes to um, the registrar office. He's looking for death certificates for Rowan. She she makes a weird comment about you. You need authorization from his lordship. He's like, um, I'm a police officer, and I will take you in for obstruction if you don't give me what I'm asking yeah. for. So she reluctantly does. After he threatened her. Right. Yeah. He finds uh, Benjamin and Rachel Morrison, who I think he thinks are the parents. We yeah, that's really my understanding. We not get anything yeah. from that. Right. But there's no death certificate of Rowan. Because he then, he then shows this, this woman, this secretary, the picture of Rowan, and she confirms that she knows that that's Rowan. Oh, yeah. And then when he I asks about her. her, she says, I don't know. I don't know anything about her. Oh, you mean this gate key. <laughs> weird i don't know anything about her so you're like the only one who seems to know her but you don't know, know her. anything about her how did she die i don't know i don't know anything about her but you know her he goes yes. and sees mr lennox oh here we go who yeah. is the he's the town chemist slash photographer slash keeper slash of the books he's got a bunch of jars keeper. of Ugh. hearts and foreskin cow fetuses um, he shows him the, I don't, I don't even know why he's here. I don't even know why he goes and sees this guy. He's just, oh, he's, he's asking just, about that photo at the, uh, at right. the inn. Oh, right. Cause he's the photographer. So he's right. asking if the missing photograph has that girl's picture in it. Mm-hmm. And he, he says he doesn't know. I think he, he does. He doesn't keep copies or something. Right. Although he does keep everything else. Uh, yeah. yeah. Keeps a lot of other stuff, but just no photos. If you need a cow fetus, let me know. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> So we then get a well, actually, lovely romantic carriage horse and carriage ride. I love this. Sergeant I, lo- I love the scenery in this. Right, yeah. was bushy. We get our. I saw that corn and <laughs> barley rigs song playing again. Yeah, they got it's their money's tip. worth out of that one. W- wait, was this by John Denver? No, was <laughs> this was. It wouldn't have surprised me. No, though. oh, it did sound like John Denver. There are oh, uh, women dancing in the fields. We go yep. up to Stonehenge, apparently. Yeah, yeah that's what here. It, or their yep. version of it. Right. There are naked women performing some kind of ritual, which we find out what that's about later. Right. See, this is in where... In front of I, a campfire. Right. And I'm doing most of my detective work here, because <laughs> I feel like I would be able to probably figure out most of the case. Not to be going up in his birthday suit with a notepad, just writing down <laughs> answers that he needs. And I just thought this would make him more comfortable. I'm going to need to interview you individually. Each, <laughs> each one of you. Of course, of course. I Except of course. you. Right, they're singing some kind of <laughs> Except you. fertility song. Something about flame. Burn and burn belong. Burn and fire burn, seed and fire burn. seed. Yeah. <laughs> make the baby yeah. strong. And I, I'm like naturally curious. Full on cult. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Of I, course I, you're I, curious I, about this. Yeah, I'm so. not. So I'm going to approach them. Like, what are you doing here? How does this work? <laughs> Can I try? Oh. <laughs> I got to take my shirt and pants off. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Well, Can I leave right. my socks off? I mean, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. So Sergeant Howie makes his way to the mansion. This it's a castle. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Lord Summerisle. This looks like this looks pretty like, swank looking. This like looks that. like yeah. Wayne Manor. It's not. Oh yeah, he gets a butler with a kilt. I want a butler with a. Kilt. I do too. As long as he plays bagpipes while I'm <laughs> eating. Yeah, while I'm eating. That's the most yeah. annoying. <laughs> that's the most annoying tune to listen to while you're trying to enjoy food. <laughs> well, when else are you going to listen to it? 
It has when to... you're dead. <laughs> That's the best time for listening or, to it when or, you're dead. Or if it's to a rock and roll song. Or if you're dismembering a body. Good to know. Wow. Is that something you know no. from, from experience, John Till? No, not or technically. Not, not technically? I wasn't technically there. What about hypothetically? I wasn't. Still, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. So we are introduced to Lord Summer Isle, played by Christopher Lee. Yep. Count Dooku. I and say um, first person that can leave us a comment on one of our social media outlets or on the podcast. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Let us know what other episode we covered that featured Christopher Lee. Because there's only been one so far. Ooh, no. Not that there won't be many others in the future. And it was, it was a very short part. Right. Yep. What, 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 what do they win? A t-shirt? Yeah, a t-shirt. And we'll send you a hug from John Taylor. Authentic Scared Smithless t-shirt. Unless you're a guy, you then will I'll be give the winner. You Not many nod. of those out there right now. Our merchandise is pretty new, so. Yep. And I'm going to let you know, any female listener can receive a hug. Any male listener, I will give a nod to. Nope, just a great big hug. Nope. Social distancing. Yeah. So, Christopher Lee plays Lord Summer Isle. Farquaad? Oh, no. He's got some <laughs> sweet sideburns in this movie. Yeah, he does. That was, that was definitely so. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was actually trying to uh, hammer horror films. Oh, yeah, we'll cover those at oh, some yeah. point, for sure. And he actually just, he wanted to do something a little bit different than, like, your typical type of horror film. Well, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually he actually did this for free. Because oh, really? it, was such a, it was such a low-budget film. And uh, I want he, that he basically wanted it to get get this movie going, so he ended up doing this part. It's, the... I think it's one of his favorite parts that he did. They're, they're talking mostly about religion and how they do things here on the island, which is... Oh, theirs is very, very stupid. Basically bonkers. Yeah. And they he asks about the women around, because they can see through the window, the women performing yeah. this ritual. Frolicking. Hey, are yeah, naked! <laughs> right. They well, Lord Summer Isle. I'm just going to call him Summer Isle. I don't like saying Lord every time I'm referencing. Or could just call him Count Dooku. I like Christopher Lee, but come on now. Or Saruman. I'm over here thinking, though. The women are actually trying to impregnate themselves by, what, jumping Jumping over over a campfire? Yeah, because that's exactly how it works. And didn't he say it's it's far too dangerous to jump over fire with clothes on? I guess. (laughs) But I'm like thinking, one, bugs. Two, at some point, you got to sit down. You're tired. What if you... uh, just Only you down there. can yeah. prevent forest fires. Right. right. At the expense of getting political here, which I don't want to, but I, these are the kind of conversations that I've been a part of. And it's just this, well, I know that's the traditional way to do it, but we just do it this way because it's different. Well, that doesn't make sense and it doesn't work right. that way. But who's to say that it doesn't? It just Science. doesn't. It's called facts. Yeah. It, yeah. It's There's a lot of that in this movie. Basically, the whole, the biggest conflict i feel like for sergeant howie is the fact that they don't do things by the book here which can be okay but obviously as we see in this movie can lead to some pretty messed up things yeah yes so anyway i'm off my soapbox i'm sorry moving on that's a good we, soapbox moment. we get um and what's this deal with global warming <laughs> oh please no <laughs> i was gonna say he talks yeah uh, well no i was just over here thinking so most of these people are generation Oh, family. there's got to be inbreeding going on. Out okay, here. because oh, yeah. I'm like thinking, like, are people just coming to this place? Just I don't falling so. in there's, with their yeah, culture. So, I mean, it's like a it's like a village of like 200 people tops. Yeah. So, so he he talks about his grandfather, or his great grandfather. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, came to this island or bought this barren island 
the portrait that happens to look just like him. To grow a new kind of <laughs> With fruit. A beard. And they can only grow this new kind of fruit if they perform these rituals and uh, the soil pray to the sun god and the orchard And god, I don't want it. The god of the orchard. The god of the harvest. See, it's exhausting after a while. That's yeah. just why we're Christian, because we just got one God, he does it all, and we don't have to make sacrifices, because yeah, Jesus did that. So, like... Keep it d- simple. Yep. You guys are doing too much if you're doing all this free, fancy, in the field frolicking. Yeah. They're doing I, too much. I have yeah. two kids, and I've never jumped over a campfire, certainly no. not naked. No. I mean, I have jumped over a campfire, but... And you don't have kids, so... Right. You did not impregnate yourself. <laughs> See, good. case in point, it doesn't work. Don't Damn. do it. Right. <laughs> More palm trees. Were, were you naked when you did it, though? He doesn't well, remember. Yes, you know, partially. <laughs> I would have been inebriated. <laughs> Is Christopher Lee seven feet tall? I, he Six looks... five. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. Well, what's his name? Edward, whatever his name is. He is t- Howie, he's like five nine. I uh, say he was like he looks, Bilbo. Yeah. Looks like, oh, Bilbo back. Yeah. Okay. And, I, thought, I thought you said something else. And I will... And I will <laughs> I will admit, yeah, Sergeant Howie's a little too preachy yeah. in your face about if you believe in different things. Over the top is what I'm saying. Overbearing with it. Yeah, but at the same time. This is ridiculous. This is little, he's trying to shake some sense into him. All right. My money, though, like staring at these two side by side now knowing the size difference. My money is on Christopher Lee. If they got into a hand-to-hand combat or a boxing match. Dude, I bet you, Sergeant Howie is super scrappy, no though. No way. Look you at think? the reach that Christopher Lee would have. He'd be on Christopher Lee like a spider monkey. <laughs> there's actually there's actually a lot of interesting things about Christopher Lee. He was actually a spy during World War II. What? Wow. He went from that, and towards the end of his life, he was actually part of a rock band. Wow. <laughs> that is I, I mean, he, I, he didn't sing or nothing. He like, did like some weird narration or something in some of their songs or whatever band this was. But. As, as weird and bizarre as this movie was, if it was called The Count Dooku's, I would give this movie an A+. Plus just for <laughs> so, um, moving on, he's, he's trying to get permission from Summer Isle, Lord Summer Isle, to exhume the body from the grave of, of Rowan, Rowan's body, so he can take it back. For investigation to look more into cause of death, that kind of thing. Because at this point, he's suspecting murder because of how dodgy everybody's become. Exactly. So he does. The groundskeeper at night helps him dig up the body. Enjoying it. Right. Uh, Opens the coffin, and there is a dead hare inside the coffin. And rat, yeah. He goes back to the mansion. The the teacher, is this the teacher? Miss Rose? She is now... At the mansion with Count Dooku, who's playing the piano. In a nighty. Well, Count Dooku's not in a nighty. Right. She is. She's drinking something from a goblet. Yep. I love his outfit. As you do. I love her chalice. <laughs> yes. She's probably drinking blood. It's basically would be about on par with how this movie's Right. <laughs> I love how Sergeant Howie just throws the dead rabbit on the floor right, right. in front of her. Plop. And it seems very normal to them still. So they're more right. into oh, the transmutation... Right. Oh, did, yeah, of course, that is Rowan. That's that's uh, what's left of her body after that, it. That's her right there. After she was reincarnated. It, no, yeah, and, no it just that's not how that works. stayed in the box, in the ground. Prove to me that's how that works. Yeah. Right. And so he, uh, Sergeant I'm Howie, obviously, waiting. is not buying it. He's saying there's something nefarious going on here. Asks again, where is Rowan Morrison? And he just starts asking questions to answer his. He just... <laughs> Yeah. He answers his questions with questions. Right. Yeah. Lord Summer Isle says, you're supposed to be the detective here. 
So at this point, I'm like, Say, I'm putting cases on all y'all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he said, uh, you'll be making shoes in Pelican Bay by yeah. sundown. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back and I'm bringing back the Royal, Royal Air Force and you guys are screwed. Yeah. You think your harvest was bad this year? Yep. Yeah. Wait till it's raised to the ground. <laughs> He, he tells Lord Summerisle at this point, I think that Rowan Morrison was murdered as part of your pagan barbarity that's going on on this island. I love that. He's not far off. Pagan barbarity would be a good way to put. Yep, exactly what's going and on. And that's the new he's name. Putting it, he's putting it nicely. That's the new name of our band. <laughs> pagan <laughs> barbarity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He says, we're going to launch a full scale investigation on what's taking place on this heathen island. And then we're going to turn it to glass. You know yep. what? As weird as things have been out here, Sergeant Howie's got to be smarter than this, though. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah, making threats you... to these people. Damn. You're here by yourself. Yeah. You know good and yeah. well. You know something doesn't smell right. And as soon as you figure that out, you go back for more help. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going along with it till I right. get out of there. It's always there's strength in numbers. Oh, and he's oh, rocking. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I, got, I, I love his he's get up the, in that scene. The knee-high socks yeah. and the kilt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll be uh I'll be back. I'm just gonna you... go get some more pregnancy firewood right. uh, yeah. from the mainland. And right. some fruit because you obviously don't have any. Right. Which is weird because you're But I love it. what's going on out here. Right. I love the vibe. Mm-hmm. I'll send a card. This this definitely isn't the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. Right. I will be back. He should definitely be looking at it that way. I'm gonna go get my family. <laughs> <laughs> this place is great. <laughs> He's a no, I don't agree with what they do, but uh, I wanted to go to Epcot, and my wife wanted to become a. Uh, a so he tells hunter. him he's going to have them all arrested. <laughs> That's not not what you want to do. Yeah, maybe don't say that. Yeah. Now um, he's he's in the Lord the- Lord Summer Isle tells him uh, this is the first reference I think we get to the May Day. Oh yeah, why shouldn't yeah, he? He says maybe it's that. best that you aren't here to see our May Day celebration. Yeah, you like, don't want to yeah, be. You're here probably tomorrow. right. It's probably best that I'm not here. Right. But they say that and toss it out as a forbidden fruit. Right. Because they, they know that he's going to want to stay. Right. This is where things get really. So he goes in. Oh, yeah. Oh. You think this is weird. Wait till May Day. <laughs> We're going to be doing a lot of weird things. <laughs> <laughs> um, He goes to the, I don't even know what you call these rooms, where you develop photos at. Uh, black room, right? Yeah. 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 Right. So he's in there. Dark room. Yeah. yeah. Looking, at, looking at pictures. He ends up finding the photo that he was looking for. That was hanging on the wall. It is a picture of Rowan, but instead of standing in front of boxes of produce, pro- produce, she's standing in front of like empty baskets. Right. It's in the same spot, and so that's what tells him, "Oh, there must have not been a good harvest." And they're trying to sacrifice her. Yeah, I don't even know if we've gotten into that yet, but he, yeah. The, so then he goes to the library and he's looking up May Day. Yeah, the history of the May Day celebration. I don't even history of weirdness and small villages. Right, you want to so know what's people messed up? wear masks. That's still a day on the calendar. Yeah. Like I've noticed that, and so now that we know what May Day's about, I'm almost gonna petition to get it taken off. You're staying in the house all day. Yeah, and You're I was born in out? the month of May. It's so. kind of like Purge Day. So we've got the 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 three main characters in the May Day celebration are the man with the hobby horse who follows the women around and chases the women you've got the man woman play Mm -hmm. that that is played by uh the community leader Mm -hmm. and then you've got the fool punch who is played by the the village idiot 
by uh, so the he's, landlord. He's considered plays. king for a day right. of the celebration. Um, then there are the six swordsmen who bring their swords together to the symbol of the sun, mm-hmm. which is a reference of honoring the sun god. Why do who comes up with this stuff? Insane people. Count Dooku. I see a lot of campfires out in the woods and a lot of, like, wine. Like, people doing that and just coming up with these weird... Oh, yeah. Yeah. People just, who are disappointed at the end of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> Guys that couldn't get girlfriends, so they make up these things so <laughs> yeah. they feel better about... It doesn't work. So he what, just gets... What, what losers they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser he was. Yeah. So it says, when the harvest was poor, sacrifice was... So they they make sacrifices of animals at the May Day celebration. But when the harvest was poor, they would sacrifice a human being as a plea to the gods of the fields. No thanks. Okay. Um. And then something about wearing the skin of the oh yeah of the sacrifice. Ugh, weird stuff. Pass. Right. So at this point, Sergeant Howie's like, "Okay, I've got enough. I'm out of here, and I'm bringing people back." So he he's getting uh taking the dinghy back out to the his seaplane. And we get people popping up behind a wall with masks on. It's now the for morning. Some, it's the yeah. morning of May Day, right? So he's not sticking around. The first smart move he's made since he's been here. He should not have told them a thing. Right. That's why. But he's just, he's very almost cocky about the fact of like, yep, take me out there. Yep. I'm going to bring people back. I'm going to bring a whole horde of police out here with me. And they're, yeah, don't tell them that. No. I'm taking pop shots from my plane. <laughs> like when they pop yeah, that's another good point. We never see a gun. Did he not bring any weaponry no. with him out here at no. all? Apparently that's not. why people probably weren't taking him serious and telling him anything about what he wanted to know. Did you show your piece? Yeah. Yeah, because he says, I need to get to my plane. I'll be back shortly with more police officers. Oh, because we're going to just let you do that. <laughs> right. That's just something we're going to let happen. Yeah. So, his, of so course. He calls back his, to the dinghy Uber. Yeah, he, his plane is disabled. <laughs> Right, <laughs> shock surprise. Yeah, saw that remember? one coming. Scuba. Don't you remember yeah, we made it. that up? Yep. <laughs> he tells the dinghy to come back. The guy rows back out, and he says, "If you don't tell me what's going on or who did this to my plane, I'll have you arrested for obstructing." Uh, do it. You. Yeah, and he says, "Well, I could have. I haven't seen anybody yeah. out here, but I can't. I can't say for sure that the kids didn't swim out here in the middle of the night. I could have old Tom mm-hmm. row you back to the mainland himself. Take about a week. I don't care. That's Let's like, do it. All right. Okay. First off, I'll wake up some food. food. We'll go. I'll, I'll yep. do it myself. Yep. What kids do you know are strong enough or have enough wherewithal to know how to take an engine out of a plane? Some kids swim out it here. It wouldn't be that hard." How do just they know to, about planes? How do we know it was kids lives? that took the engine out of the plane? Yeah, well, just, why why just, were the kids a scapegoat? It's easier to tear something apart than it is to put it together. Yeah, but like, they have the tools just to just... They have rocks. He, um... We don't see any property damage. We he then says, I'll just was. have to find Rowan Morrison myself. I'm just gonna get my gun. So he goes back to shore, and we get a weird Scooby-Doo chase scene with the man oh, in yeah. the hobby horse costume. Yeah, that's exactly. He runs into a room that he finally follows him into. There's a there a big vat of boiling tar. I'm yeah. not sure what that. I didn't get. That. Yeah, they so never actually to help put together our uh, oh, our okay. end scene. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, we're dancing. Lord Summer Isle. He's announcing the procession and what's going to happen, and then he talks about the sacrifice to the God of the Sun and God of the Orchards. He's wearing a pretty sweet yellow turtleneck. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, yeah. Kind of like uh, Cousin Eddie's dicky minus the rest of the shirt. So we've got the hobby horse. We've got 
The Fool, which is going to be played by Alden McGregor. Is that right? the, the dad Paywall from Charlie? And, is that is that who that no. is? He's the um. What? Well, but he yes, he's the, yes the proprietor Char- of yeah. the green. Yeah, mm-hmm. Willow's dad. Mm-hmm. Huh. So Sergeant Howie realizes as soon as he hears him talking about sacrifice, he realizes. I, I want to make sure I've got this right. I think Sergeant Howie at this point is suspecting that Rowan Morrison is still alive. They're referencing her as dead or whatever they call dead because they know she's going to be the sacrifice. So they've got her in hiding somewhere. They're keeping her captive, but also hidden so that they can bring her out and use her as the sacrifice because she was the, I don't know, child See the rep the 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 representative child of the harvest the year prior when the harvest was not good. Right, but how do you again? How do you sacrifice something that doesn't exist? They keep rep- They keep saying that she doesn't exist. Right. I think, but I think Sergeant Howie at this point realized that he thinks they're lying and that she is actually right. alive. But they're already referring to her as dead because she's going to be dead. right. And Craig, okay. how do you exist if there is no sacrifice? How do you kill that which has no life? sergeant howie goes uh back to may morrison and pleads with her he obviously thinks that she really is her daughter Um, right and she's she's telling her what what kind of mother are you that you're gonna allow this to happen i'm begging you tell me what's going on she's a bad she's she's a she put a frog or a toad in her own daughter's mouth yeah Yeah. so i'm not gonna like what kind of mother like no she's clearly a bad parent from the get-go my question is did it help no, there's no way. She, uh, How- <laughs> Sergeant Howie says, you, you know, I'll go check all the houses myself. So he does. May tells him you'll never know the true nature of sacrifice. Did we ever find out what's down those no, uh, concrete No, one steps? of the houses that, so he goes house to house looking around for this girl now. <laughs> Her daughter he got hepatitis, to- by the way. I just saw it. Oh. I never understood this. The one place he goes to, the biggest lead he gets of where she might possibly be, he finds a secret hidden door in a house. Behind a curtain. Behind a curtain, he looks down and it's a spiral staircase looking like it's going down to a medieval dungeon. Right. And he stops and never goes down there. Right. Which I understand because ain't no way I'm going no, down I ain't there. I'm going down there. We'll I'm just good. assume he checked really quick and call that good. Yeah, but I, I it kind of was Ooh. filmed in a way that leads you to believe he never went down there. So he's looking at other houses. He finds a naked woman in a bathtub. Okay, and he didn't really investigate this scene too much. Yeah, she could have been hiding in there somewhere. And then a yeah. little girl falls out of a right. He goes to another house. He opens up an armoire, and a yeah. girl's lifeless body falls out. But then she starts laughing. It was a joke. She gets up and runs away. That's not like, funny. Wow. Yeah, I would have tased she, her. She did a uh, she did a, a Shelley move right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She would have got tased. She did. That's exactly what it was. Oh, he goes out to a ship, um, on the water, which a perfectly good sea vessel. Yeah. Medium to escape this yeah. madness. That's all I was saying when I was watching this. I'm like, no, I'm out of here. I'm taking that boat. This is how I'm getting back I'm, to the mainland. Yep, I'm commandeering your your vessel via the Her Majesty's service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Please. the Royal Navy. Yeah, it's just stealing or not. You just write a note, put it in a bottle, and throw it on shore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yep. He goes to a bakery where a man's making a loaf of bread in the shape uh, to scale the shape of a human. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, this is bonkers. Was that the librarian, by the way, when he was in the library? There was an old lady. I don't think so. I think oh, that, was, that yeah. was someone else. But I think that's uh, what. Where Who our, knows? I think that's where our, our candle comes from later. 
Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That so, and she had it coming. He goes back to the inn. Willow's still flirting with him. Looking like a piece of candy. Yeah. He said he says, uh, I'm going back to my room to rest for a half hour. I do not want to be disturbed. They say maybe you should stay in there, uh sleep in there, or maybe you should stay in till tonight. Yep. Maybe I We don't I'm relish s- strangers on May Day. See, another red flag. Oh, yep. okay. I'm out of here. Oh, I'm not supposed to be here? Yeah. I'm say no stealing, more. I'm commandeering, just, um, confiscating the ship. I'm out of here. Actually, yep. if you could just help me fix my plane real quick, I am more than happy to just leave. Yep. I, I have sleeping no problem in there. Leaving. I'm sleeping in my plane. Okay. Th- this next. So he's laying. Yeah, this is this this one's kind of hard to explain. He's laying in his bed. He's pretending to be asleep. He hears Willow and her father, Alden, outside whispering to each other because they think he's sleeping. With the door open. Yeah. Right, so they've got something that they've set up, right? That they're she keeps saying something about if I do this or if I light this, he'll be he'll be out for days, right? To which he says, oh. "All the better." Right. So they're trying. Okay. So do I have this right? They're trying. They want him to sleep through all of this. No. Or, may- well, or I think maybe they do because they're trying to. They're not trying to wake him up. Or okay. maybe what we find out later, they're, they're trying to trick him. They know he's awake. They want to know. It doesn't really matter. But man, this movie is just all over the place. So he ends up waking up. He says uh, that they have to get their costumes on. And there is a, I'm assuming it's the severed hand off of that dead body. That, what is this, a hand candle? Yeah. It's like got all the fingers lit up on it. Just the fingertips are right next to his bed. Yeah, you put put wicks in there. Right. Gross. Well, that was supposed to sedate you for days. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. So Sergeant Howie sneaks up behind. Alden, who's putting his fool costume on, knocks him unconscious by hitting it in the back. Right. And not yeah. that hard. Right. But sure. On the pad. So he steals the, he ties up Alden and he steals the costume. So now Those the parade right. is making its All way the, through the streets and. This one we see Chris Farley in a sheer costume. A creepy parade. Yeah, that was, that was something to behold. Sergeant Howie. Has dressed up as the fool, and he's got a full mask on, so you can't tell that it's him. And we've got he's just six five on. Christopher Lee dressed as the man woman. Yep, or share. Yikes! It is definitely a share wig. This is not where you want to be, no. or Sunny really yeah. ever. No, there's if you're if you ever find yourself in a parade full of people in masks. Yeah, but like the men are dressed up as women and. Some of the women are dressed up as dogs and horses. I feel like a hobby horse, similarly to how I feel about a maypole. Yes. Yeah. There's really yeah. not a good time no. for that to ever be around. That's not a situation you want to end up in. And if Plus, you have a, a balding, bearded man in a hobby horse, yeah, run. run. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, plus, it doesn't look like a horse. It looks like a dragon. Right. There's basically all of the townspeople are wearing masks as part of this ritual parade procession my understanding were six swordsmen say my understanding was these were all animals that have been sacrificed Uh, okay and then they i don't know i don't know that's that was my understanding too one of them is the salmon of knowledge we find that oh yeah that's that's that a thing did that help them apparently get smarter oh i don't think it did no it didn't work okay i guess they salmon of knowledge what in the world this is but We've got women Not running around. We've got men dressed as women running around. It's the booty pinching sticks. Yeah. So Sergeant Howie is kind of playing the part. Oh, what's up? <laughs> right. She's kind of presented herself in the. Yes, she so did. they go to their ritual yeah. back at the Stonehenge. 
and all of the swordsmen join their swords together in the shape of the sun symbol. No, it was no, it was the star of David. They reference the sun though, something yeah, to do with the sun. But you're right, it is. But yeah. I, it had something to do with yeah. the sun god. Honestly, you guys don't even know your own religion right now. <laughs> I was getting some serious. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's made up. Yeah, we get a we get a good solid chop chant going. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I used to date a chick that was into all this stuff. Wow, why? Why did I date her? Yeah. Oh, it was wild. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, it ended bad too. I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't agree with any of this stuff. This isn't the one you put a ring on it, was it? Oh, good lord. Oh, no. that's good. You said this is the same place where they were doing the naked dance, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think it is. Yeah. It looks like So it. what they're doing is basically having people walk in a line and stick their head up through the middle of this sword star right? while everybody's chanting chop, chop, chop. chop. <laughs> I'm not taking the chance. And then they keep walking through, and I guess the idea is eventually one of them is going to get decapitated. Decapitated? Pass. Uh, that seems very normal. All right, that seems totally normal. So and they all have to go through. All. They make Sergeant Howie go through, still it's, thinking he's the fool. Eventually, they finally stop chanting when one of just a random person wearing a mask goes through it's like musical chairs and they seemingly yeah. chop the head off of this Demented. person yeah it's like a, yeah it's like a cult version of musical chairs yeah, musical with chairs swords. mixed with the saw trap they seemingly yeah. chop this person's head off um but it really wasn't because the person was wearing a tall enough horse mask. head right that it doesn't that take... like the whole idea right was this just a joke like because most of these people aren't wearing masks like that and, and most of them look worried right so it doesn't the person comes up and they're laughing like I love Sergeant Howie's reaction. It had to have been something like, oh, oh. <laughs> right. right. And I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a bunny head. My the, bad. After, yeah, they go to the beach after this, and they offer the god of the sea a barrel of ale as libation. Okay. For a bountiful harvest. So they right. cut open a literally a barrel full of ale. And dump it into the sea. That's just wasting. Oh, that's party foul. Big yeah. time. Yeah. I'm actually like... It's um, like 40 gallons. That's the only reason at this point he does have grounds to have the Royal Navy like set boots on. <sighs> right. Lord Summer Isle now says, it is now time for our more dreadful sacrifice. We well, look up... lost the dreadful sacrifice. It on was. On the side of a hill next to a cave, and here is a girl whom Sergeant Howie recognizes as Rowan from the picture. He runs up, knocks the guy out that's holding her, and takes Rowan, and they run through the cave. She leads him through the cave, says, oh, come this way, come this way. Yeah. So they then end up going up through a hole, which leads them to, the, what, the top of this mountain? Right. And everybody is waiting up there for them. Rowan. Surprise! It was a trick, right? Rowan says, oh, did I do well? And Lord Summerald says, oh, you yeah. did so well. Is that his daughter? Did we find that out? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. I didn't get that vibe. I think it was just like one of his... Children of the island. Right. So they've tricked Sergeant Howie. Here's your big twist. They've He's been tricked by them. He came to this island of his own free will. This is all part of the, the ritual sacrifice. Right. Uh, he says animals and children are good, but the right kind of adult is best. And he's a Christian, and he's never well, been married. Yeah, it's not Christian, he, but... So he's yeah. never... He's still a virgin. You came of your own free will to this island. They didn't capture him and bring him here. Right. 
He is a man of power, so the man power of a king because mm-hmm. he is has the power of law behind him. He's a law enforcement officer and a virgin and a fool, meaning they've had him tricked this entire time. Um, uh, he basically tells him he's crazy, he's leaving, but all the people in the town basically surround him. That's why I think Willow and her dad were trying to trick him to get to get going. The whole point was mm-hmm. they sent this letter to get him out here, to get him to follow all of mm-hmm. the rituals that he needed to before. Uh, so he has become the sacrifice. They prepare him for the sacrifice, wash him and dry him off with women's hair. <laughs> They're like using their hair to dry him off. Which sure. is actually kind of cool. <laughs> as long as it smells good, maybe some Tresemme, Garnier. I don't really care what you use, but just been use a, some. You know, I wonder been what a they per- use for soap there. <laughs> Probably some sort of fat from a from a <laughs> animal that they've... Right. Christopher Lee says, Come, it is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man. This yep. is the only... It's called the Wicker Man, and this is the right. only point in the movie where it's it, it's not even referenced before this right. point. Right, I just thought about that. Yeah, we don't Wicker Man for an hour and 15 minutes. So they walk him up this hill, and there is a giant, I mean like a 30-foot tall statue of a man made right. out of Wicker. See? And here, yeah, he doesn't put up much of a fight. No, he doesn't. It's actually kind of embarrassing. That right. He calls but he did punch that one guy and got a uh, Rowan free. Right. So he just sort of goes, I don't know that he's going along with it, but you feel like there he could have definitely put up more than of a fight than he does. Yeah. Even if I, because here's my thing, even if you end up killing me, even if I realize I'm going to die, I ain't going out like that. Right. No. And you don't even get your sacrifice at that point. Right. So... If you kill me, you kill me, but it ain't going to be like that. It ain't going to be willingly. So they walk him up. Or he wants them to do it just to feel, show them how stupid that they are for doing it. Right. This guy is like leading him. He's got a rope tied around his hands and he's walking him up to this. It's like, you're dragging me up here. Right. I'm not going to walk. They take him um, up into the belly of this statue and lock him inside. Ah, Wicker's pretty strong, but it ain't strong enough to do And there wasn't nearly enough. For anyone that's ever sat on wicker furniture, there wasn't near enough creaking going on in this thing. That's right. what I was over here thinking. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, we had like a wicker newspaper yeah. basket right. when we were kids. And I'm like. Anytime you, pick, anytime you touch it, it's like. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, how is he not breaking out of this? Right. Oh, yeah. I would have got like, even once you're you're in the chamber that you're locked in, it's not like you can't see out. Right. You know, why, get a running start and just start throwing your weight into it. Yeah. It's not oh, like yeah. you're malnourished. Yeah, so and he's, then he's also surrounded by animals. Still trying to appeal to their logical nature. This isn't going to make your harvest. Right. I don't know. There's way too much cooperation from old Sergeant Howie yeah. here. That bothers me. That bothered yeah. me a lot. There's no one that's just going along with this. This isn't going to bring back your harvest. Right. Right. And next year, if the when the harvest isn't good this year, and he tells Lord Summerisle, they're gonna, it's you who they're going to sacrifice. And Lord Summerisle says, it will work. There will be a good harvest next year. Well, so I'm kind of hoping there's not. They lock Sergeant Howie into the Wicker Man. There's other animals in there as well. They light the thing on fire. And they start swaying and singing. Sing Another song, basically. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. May as well have been. Yeah. Yeah. Summer is a coming in. Sing cuckoo. Yes. Right. The chicken sings cuckoo. For anyone worried, I did read that they did remove the animals before they lit it on fire. Yeah, because supposedly they did, <laughs> but they let they the did actor on there. fire. Right. But they let the actor in there. Right. <laughs> right. That'd been not not Edward, Wo- yeah. Edward Woodward, but they did remove the animals. <laughs> right. Sergeant Howie's quoting scripture 
as the people are swaying and singing. They couldn't look happier. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, they're very excited yeah. about this. Yay! Yay! Well, what was it? He was singing Psalm 23, wasn't he? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, they, they light it on fire. He eventually burns to death. And then uh, curses him right before he does. Right. In that situation, I think the, you hope for smoke inhalation, right? Yeah. It mean, would have to. I would, I would think. I think yeah, most right. of the time... You yeah, pass out from right. smoke inhalation before you actually. I've never, I've never burned it burned before, it. so no, I, I can't speak from experience. But you would, you would hope before you really felt anything. The but. burning of the wicker man causes its head to eventually fall off. Right. This was kind of an artsy scene, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. You see the sunset, a beautiful sunset in the background. We zoom in on the sunset as the credits begin yep. to roll. Let the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they sang after Aquarius. Yeah. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. It was a. Uh, it was a movie. It it was a movie. Indeed. It was crazy. Yeah, can we just cover some normal like please, please God horror movies? Yeah, we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna do the remake of this next oh, week. Oh dear Lord, is it any better the than this? end of Jan- January? It's uh, bring on Nicolas Cage. Let's the, see how oh. he would handle a situation like this. Oh, oh it's not the bees. But, <laughs> but yeah, you guys are. We'll compare and contrast the two uh, at the end of next week's recording. So yep. You guys can watch it in preparation for our our show. I'm giving this a C C minus. Well, that's exactly what I was going to give it. Yeah, yeah C minus. I was thinking C minus. I mean, it's it's there's some interesting things to look at. The premise, I guess, is okay. Yeah. The whole idea that they've lured him here, but man, there are so many. Like, I guess that's that's part of of film. You're not yeah. always supposed to understand the creative process of the director but i i liked how they made you feel completely just uncomfortable the entire time yeah right definitely stuck with that sky it worked this guy he had a vision he accomplished his vision no it's light years better than yeah it is land nine i'm glad ed wood didn't make this movie yeah this was a i'd give this one a yeah c c minus c plus range c plus no better than a b B minus just because of the the premise and everything else. I right? didn't go down this to a crazy. D, but there's no way I could put it up in the B range. Right. It's no, interesting. No. It's, I'm it's not saying you're wrong. I'm saying for me. C, right. Yeah. I, def- I, I definitely didn't think this was scary. No. I was, knew it wasn't going to be. disturbing. Yeah. It was very, yes. yeah, it was very it's disturbing. disturbing. I mean, it's a horror movie. Right. It was disturbing, which pushed it into scary. Yeah. Right. right. It's, it, it, yeah, there's different types of scary. Right. This just isn't really my cup of tea, I think is why no. I, but I, is it probably is for some people. Yeah. But this is why I wanted to do this one because of doing the remake next week. Yeah, so God I'm, just trying to pre- I'm just trying to prepare you guys for those God of you that made it to the end of the episode. Yeah, thanks. I guess. Yeah. Um, check this one out for yourself sorry. if you haven't already seen it. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know if we missed anything. Is there anything glaring that we didn't touch on in this wild ride of a movie? We Who's love your listens, but there's nothing you can do to help us out more than subscribing. Helps you out. Gives yep. you notification anytime we launch something new. Yep. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email, as always, scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned. Stay scared. Thanks for dropping by. See ya. <laughs>